What am I doing with this guy? What am I doing here, folks? I'm pointing. I I'm pointing. I I'm, I'm pointing chat. for hours at this guy to start. All right, go ahead, Gary. Let's start us off. Hey, everybody. And uh, I have. I have. This is Gary Horde. And this is Adam Rotella. Hi, everyone. Yeah, and uh, this is the NWA, the podcast celebrating the past, present, future, history, legacy, tradition, all of it, of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time. And they proved it again tonight. We're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance. Adam, I am excited to be here. And you're right, Justin Johnson. Guns out, Gary. Guns out, Gary. No sleeves. No sleeves. Love it. Suns out, guns out. Gary, yeah, I, I got to just start things off right here, man. Does our champion constantly, the real world champion, does he constantly like to be in, uh, in, in, in territory where people boo him? Does he constantly like to be the, uh, the, the, not, not the underdog, but the people that are going against? Is that what, is that what our champ constantly likes to do, Gary? Because with this stipulation, do you know how many Marty Skrull fans are going to be there? My God. No, this is exciting. I mean, this is, this is legit. This is a big, big news event. Crockett Cup is like, it's become the mania of the modern era, era of NWA. It is exciting. I'm already so pumped. I'll tell you what, I'm so pumped. I'm going to be pissed off if I don't get front row seats to Crockett Cup in April. I don't even know when it is, but whatever it is, you bet your ass I'm going to be up first thing in the morning, making sure I order my tickets. Because despite what you guys may think, we don't have any special ends with the NWA that they're just going to give us tickets. Although, you should, NWA. I know you see this. <laughs> I, show you, I know you see this, Legata. Actually, Billy, hey, I'm watching you. Actually, Gary, you, this. you know, this but, is, this is going to be such a great event. That. Sorry, Adam. I'm excited. This, this, is, this is going to be such a great event for us because we get to go there. Our NWA champion obviously going to succeed. We're going to have a free weekend, man. I can't wait for this free weekend. My God. I mean, the only thing better than the fact that the Crockett Cup is coming up in April, we already know that that main event is money, is that... They teased us in this episode with an episode of NWA Power next week that is going to be off the charts. Bigger than any other episode of NWA Power, might I add. I think, I mean, I don't know if you picked up on everything, but there's been a couple of matches announced that I cannot wait to see. Like, this is huge. And the NWA is not playing games now. They're coming into season three, guns a-blazing, and they are ready to earn your love. Guys. Come on. This this is where you want to be in terms of wrestling. In terms of the wrestling industry, the National Wrestling Alliance is the place that's booking the shows that you want to see. This this is where the money's at. Hey, man, this isn't just where the money's at. This could be where the refunds are at, too. That's what I'm talking about. I, I, well, I, when I say this is I where the money's wait. at. I can't wait. Uh, we, we'd like to welcome everyone to the chat. I see WWE Front Row joining us in the chat tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. We spent the whole weekend hanging out with him and his wife. Did you see that that that, that tweet that I sent you of Ricky Stark's butt that WWE Front Row's wife took? I did not see that. Don't yet. worry. No. Don't worry. I tweeted it right to your wife. Oh, perfect. Can't wait. Uh, because she definitely was talking about it. This episode, again, in fact, I could almost have a whole segment on just 
Jennifer's comments during this show. I'll give you some of them as we do our recap today. Love as it. always, folks. Yeah, as always, what we're going to do is we're going to do a run-through of the show for our podcast audience. Everybody in the chat room, we welcome you. I'm going to try to focus, focus, although you guys always dictate the conversation, but I'm going to try to focus, do a recap. Adam and I are going to talk about everything we saw on this edition of NWA Power, and then when we cut off with the podcast audience, we'll close it out, and then it's me and Adam and you. It's all of us right here live. So podcast audience, if you're here in this part, we appreciate you listening. But if you want to be where the real fun is, you join us live on YouTube every Tuesday night, 7.05-ish, or as soon as NWA Power ends, we jump in here and we hang out and we talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. I'm excited, Adam. Are you excited? I am super excited. And joining us in the chat tonight, Pam Polkadot, Pam uh, a Corganite is in the room tonight, everybody. Uh, Polka Dot Pam hug out with us and cost us our live chat on the pay-per-view. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Polka Dot Pam. Polka Dot Pam's awesome. Grant, glad to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Woodland Goblin. Thank you, Elder Sour. Thank you, Fortson. Thank you, RJ. Thank you, everybody. Tad Talks. It's all, I'm so glad to see you all, but I can't focus on this forever. Adam, Turbo, everybody. I'm just trying to give shout-outs where I can. But let's jump into the recap so that we can talk about everything that everybody saw tonight and our thoughts before we get into focusing on the chat. Gary, stop hitting the table, my man. I, I, I had to stop that myself. You're being, you're being a little crazy tonight, my friend. Maybe you should wear sleeves. I'm so excited right now. I am super excited. I can't, I can't stop, won't stop. But no, I will stop. I will stop with the table hitting. Sorry. All right, so... So jumping right in, I mean, the big thing that we start off with here, I'm going to skip through a lot of the uh, recap stuff because we just earlier today did a whole pay-per-view review. But uh, we get Sean Mooney interviewing Nick Aldis. By the way, welcome to the NWA, Sean Mooney. God bless you, man. It's good to see you. I'm used to seeing that guy sitting in front of a bunch of TVs at WWF headquarters, like telling you about why you should purchase an event or watch it on uh uh, on Coliseum home video or whatever. Sean Moody, it's so good to see you, my friend. And uh, he, he runs a podcast right now, but I was super stoked to see him in the NWA. Well, hey, man, it makes sense. Ta uh, Sean Moody has that classic voice that we want to have with the NWA. I think that he's an excellent addition to the team. And hey, man, you're talking about him talking in front of TV cameras inside control rooms. I bet that that studio has a beautiful control room. Why don't we throw him in front of that control room in there a little bit too? I'd love to see him in there. That is an idea. That's why Adam is a money-making businessman. In fact, the Fortson is in there saying, anyone else feel like Rotella should have a shirt that says, it's all about building a business, my man. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Thanks to my wife, who's also joined us, saying sleeves and a or no sleeves and a winter hat. That's a look. <laughs> <Thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so anyway, no, Brian, I don't know if they started the episode. Brian Cervantes has joined us also in the chat. Did they not start with Into the Fire? I was a little late jumping on, so I kind of fast-forwarded right into the beginning of it. So I, did, I, I didn't hear it, but I don't know if you guys did either. It definitely didn't end with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure either, Gary. Adam, we've already got our first Super Chat of the night, 999. 
nine from WWE Front Row. I owed you guys a beer and ended up napping on Saturday. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, WWE Front Row. Thank you so much. You are always so good to us. I'm getting word in my headset that I need to stop reading the chat, though. So I'm gonna, I'm only, gonna focus only on- read only read the super chats for this for this podcast section, Gary. And then when we get into the the the, the chat only, we only focus on the uh, only focus on the chat. Beautiful. So from here on out, unless there's a highlighted color around your name and a money tag, I'm not gonna read you. All right, here we go. All right, focusing, focusing. I got this. Here we go. Opens on Sean Moody with Nick Aldis. Congrats on the win to Nick Aldis. Flip chance start, surprising to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Nick Aldis lets us know that uh, he Flip got the title shot, and Flip just was a flop. And uh, that's, yeah, that's a dad joke, but it's funny. This, this episode's full of dad jokes, and... Uh, Whatever. Nick Aldis is uh, on top of the world, and he is the real world champion. He destroyed Flip Gordon. He's the best in the business. Don't at him, he says. So I like that line, go- Gary. I like that line a lot, my man. Uh, uh, Nick Aldis obviously looking for people to add him. Folks, if you think that Nick Aldis is not the best we- real world's champion, make sure to add Nick Aldis with the champion that you think is the best. That's that's correct, uh, and I, I can't imagine who you would ever say. Um, but my favorite line of the night happened to be when he said, "Just call me the Marathon Man because I run this show." That was that was a pretty good one. Well, it's like good. It's good. So now, so now he's the Marathon Man. He's the dealer. He's the real world's champion. I think our champ needs to pick a freaking nickname already. Well, he says, as a matter of fact, I'm glad you brought that up because he says that everybody's looking for scoops. What's he thinking about Marty Skrull? What's going to happen from here? He says that he has called Marty Skrull for a sit-down interview at the end of this episode tonight, and you'll find out why they don't just call him the national treasure or the real world's champion. You're especially going to learn why he's called the dealer, and that's our little tease towards the end of the episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we got Sal Renaro out there with Stu and Joe. Sal, unfortunately, God bless Sal Renaro. He broke his arm at, I believe, and uh, so he's on the mend, but he is out at the commentary booth. I'm glad to see Sal getting a little love, and the crowd obviously was a fan of Sal getting some love. He's one of those guys that like kind of got brought in. He almost seemed like he was going to be – uh, a quote unquote enhancement guy, but uh, he has slowly built his love from the fan base. People appreciate Sal, dude. Gary, I appreciate Sal. It was really cool of him to be a, to be to still be a part with the NWA, even with that broken arm. We're going to see that even more as the tapings move forward. And I actually have a note here that just simply states, "I like Sal." Yeah, Sal's a good guy. Sal just seems like a genuine guy. He, uh, I, I love that guy. And, and he's also, I mean, very talented if you've seen what he does in the ring. He's one of those guys that's been around and just never got the full love. Here's hoping in the NWA that might change for him well, coming up. You know, Gary, I think one of the things that we see all the time with the NWA is that it doesn't exactly matter what you look like. It doesn't exactly matter where 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 you come from. As long as you can get over and as long as you can tell your story to that NWA audience, 
especially to that NWA studio. My man, that studio is there and we're hot and we're on fire for you. If you get over with us, you will get over on the TV as well. That's absolutely true. And uh, so Royce Isaacs comes out accompanied by uh, your girl, Mae Valentine. She's very, Although, very attractive. I will say, yeah, Adam is a huge Mae Valentine fan and uh, almost to his own detriment, might I say. And uh, the uh, Royce is in a matchup against Andre Gunn. And uh, there, there was actually, I mean, for, for credit where it's due, there was a huge Andre chant. In the middle of this, in the middle of this match, so Andre Gunn, possibly a future star to look for, um, and uh, Royce is real pissy during this matchup. He's having a hard time because May seems to like stroll over to the commentary position and talk to Sal a lot, and uh, so I think there's something going on here. Uh, I you know, I, I don't want to uh, accuse anybody of anything, but it looked like at least that May. Also appreciate Sal just like we do, and uh, so uh, yeah, I think I think I even heard Sal say that uh, Royce Isaac seems neutered lately. Is that is that line correct? Neutered? Oh, <laughs> correct. That is. Uh, I would Oof. never accuse Royce, at least to his face, of being neutered, but perhaps. Uh, so uh, anyway, the match ends up. Royce does end up defeating Andre Gunn despite almost getting counted out at one point because he was too obsessed with watching what was going on with May and Sal and going over there and having an argument. But Royce picks up the win, rolls out of the ring, and quickly takes May away from ringside to uh, potentially, I guess, get her away from Sal Renaro. Well, hey, man, not just quickly takes her away, but actually starts talking down to her a little bit, actually, you know, not treating her like the gentleman that she deserves to be treated as. I don't know, man, that's just, that's that's not in my wheelhouse on how to speak to a lady. I, I do not like that at all. May, get your boy Adam's number. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, we get a talk little... about some fantasy booking there. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need the fantasy book booking that goes on in Adam's mind. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, next up, we get a recap of Eddie Kingston and uh, the Pope. I, I actually, I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little late because I had to shower after the gym. So I was trying to skip through this a little quickly. Uh, but this wasn't a match that was on somewhere, was it? Was this at the end of the episode? No, this was some stuff with Eddie and the Pope and Dave Dawson. Um they, they showed us a little highlight package with uh, Pope calling out Dave to fight Eddie Kingston. And uh, anyway, you, 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 you might be able to recap that a little bit better. I, I was trying to get through, but I was like, wait, did this happen on a previous episode? I, don't even I think remember. that they were just bringing us into the story a little bit there, Gary. They were just introducing this because, we, you know, Eddie Kingston wasn't really around that much last season. And the Pope was here and there and all over the place. So now it looks like they're trying to put these two guys together a little bit. And I got to say, man, I like that the Pope is not with Eddie Kingston anymore. Eddie Kingston can obviously speak for himself. And if this is going to be a match somewhere down the line, perhaps at Crockett Cup, as we see some things unfold, I'm really going to want to see this. Props where it's due. I do pay attention to some of the highlight uh, chat. Jeremy Miller, shout out. He says, hello, everybody. Sorry for being late. Had to buy some This is the NWA podcast merch. So, 
There we go. Adam's drinking from the NWA coffee I'm, mug I'm right running now. a business here, Gary. I'm running a business. I love it. Thank you so much, Jeremy. We appreciate you. Um, so next up, yeah, and, and by the way, just to say it, uh, I am with you 100%. Eddie Kingston needs no one to talk for, for him. Eddie Kingston is one of the best people on the mic in the business today, no doubt. So Eddie Kingston, props to you, sir, for going out on your own. And uh, uh, sorry for you, Pope and Dave Dawson. Hope you have better luck next time. Anyway, so now we've got Thunder Rosa, Marty Bell, and Melina out at the podium hanging out. And uh, we're, we're seeing a little bit of a fallout from the uh, match. Thunder Rosa, our new NWA Women's World Champion. And uh, she's out there, and uh, they're they're trying to talk to Melina, or I'm sorry, they're trying to talk to Thunder Rosa, but Melina keeps jumping in, and uh, this is uh, this is Marquez, I think, at this point. Uh, my wife, by the way, just for what it's worth, if I could give a Jennifer note, uh, was worried when Sean Moody come out came out because she said, "Where is Dave Marquez?" Well, like she yeah. missed Dave Marquez immediately, <laughs> like she was. Good, good. Like, hey, and hey, by the way, Gary, I love this segment, a Jennifer note. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So Jennifer note for this segment was, she was like, oh, thank God, Dave Marquez is still there. So I was like, no, Dave Marquez still works there. He's 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 still there. Um, so Melina says she makes champions. Every part of this is because of her. This is what she does. When she put Thunder Rosa against Allison Case, she knew what would happen. And uh, so that's why Thunder Rosa is the world's champion now. Uh, Marquez tries to talk to Thunder Rosa. Says, well, that's great. You know, I, but I, I think that people want to hear from Thunder Rosa. And, uh, and then Melina jumps back in and says, well, you know, I'm the I'm the person in charge here, basically. Essentially, long story short, she tells – Thunder Rosa jumps in to say that you can put anybody here. This means the world to me. I'm glad I won this world championship. I've been fighting for this my whole life. And Melina just cuts her off, says, no emo stuff here. This is what we planned, blah, 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 blah. And uh, – you know what? Actually, now that I say this, it hit me that it was Kyle in the middle of the segment because he lets us know that Allison Kay has invoked a rematch clause and will be taking on Thunder Rosa next week in a rematch for the NWA Women's World Championship. Well, you know, Gary, there's a lot of things that I like about this promo right here, especially this moment when Thunder Rosa says her name and she just stares right in the center of the camera and she says it and you feel it when she says it, my man. I mean, those are the small things that Thunder Rosa does that is bringing everyone to the side of Thunder Rosa. Get her away from that team. She can be uh, her own thing on her own and I think that's what we're about to see and dude, I mean, Thunder Rosa versus Melina down the line is going to be great because I simply can't wait to see Melina get her ass kicked. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I think you're right on. I think that it's just a matter of time. If Melina especially keeps up this attitude, there's no way that Thunder Rosa is going to be able to tolerate it. Uh, Thunder Rosa is the women's world champion. There's no way that she needs anybody to tell her what to do or dictate where she goes. She is number one in the business right now. And um, 
So I apologize for mixing up my notes there because the next segment is actually where Dave Marquez comes back and he is with Ricky Starks. And uh, so obviously this would be where most Jennifer notes come in because cute butt Ricky Starks is there with Dave Marquez, who is her favorite interviewer. And so <laughs> this is Jennifer livens up for this segment of the show. Now, now, when, when, now when, when Ricky Starks comes on camera, Gary, how, how does Jennifer react? Does she sit up in her seat a little bit? Does she like make you leave the room? What exactly happens? Well, she knows that I have to take notes on what's going on on the show, so she doesn't make me leave the room exactly, but she does sit upright yeah. for Ricky Starks, yeah. absolutely. And uh, she uh, gives a little, woo, you know. Just, uh, <laughs> she does love some Ricky Starks, I can't lie. Uh, who could blame her? But uh, so uh, Ricky Starks is there talking about all the historical TV champions that have come before him. Our Dusty Tully to even going back all the way. He's trying to let you know that he knows about the history to like the national TV champion. I think he said, which is Nick Bockwinkle, Terry Funk, Austin Idol. He gives like all these names of these people who have held the title in that lineage. And he says, I'm not here to rewrite history, but I'm here to make sure that we add some pages to it. And I love that line. Yeah, man, uh, that's that's a perfect line for a Mr. Starks to say, you know, because Mr. Starks, you know, to this audience, people might not exactly know how to react to Mr. Starks. We saw him when he first came out, when he first debuted on NWA Power. And man, oh man, if you want to talk about a case study on how to get over in the NWA arena, all we need to do is watch the last couple seasons with Ricky Starks into the Hard Times pay-per-view. When he first came out, it was a little scattering of applause but now my man when that dude comes out the place goes nuts exactly ricky starks is officially a star uh shout out wme one two two one five eight nine ninety nine another super chat right in there thank you so much god bless you sir uh if you, you didn't even add a comment so i don't even know what else to say about it but thank you so much for uh contributing to the show we thank we you. do appreciate that uh, we are grateful for everybody that's able to offer anything to help keep us going. Um, so Ricky basically jumps in there and says he feels the necessary uh, – feels the necessary. I'm so blown away by this super chat that I can't even think straight. <laughs> he uh, says that he's uh, he feels it necessary to – Call out somebody who seems to be living in the past, though. You know, we, Ricky established that he's not living in the past. But uh, he calls out Zicky Dice. Since so, so Zicky Dice seems to think that uh, he deserves something that he didn't earn, so he wants to have a conversation with him. And out comes Mr. Zicky Dice, stuck in 1984, as we all know. And uh, – Zeke Dice is out there, and uh, he says that uh, William Patrick Corrigan and uh, everyone is going to hear from his lawyers uh, because you know he 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 doesn't appreciate the way things have gone down so far. And, we, and, we, and, they and, hired a and, and hey, you know what, Gary? Good for him because that beast, that megalithic man of a starship that they brought in to face Zicky Dice at hard times, I think that was a little bit over the top for Mr. Dice to face. I mean, I mean, come on, office. If, if, if we're trying to make the NWA look good, why are we making Zicky Dice go up against a megalithic man? 
Yeah, absolutely. That's actually, that's a good point. I mean, he said that the problem he had was that he had to go up against some kind of mutant freak that doesn't even go, go to the NWA. That's not even employed there. And he doesn't feel that was fair. He may have an argument there. Uh, I do love that he's looking at Ricky Starks. Now, some may argue, including my wife, that this comment has no basis, but he calls, says he looks a little beat up and calls him the broke daddy. <laughs> and, uh, oh, Zicky, uh, when he talks about his sunglasses, $6,000, he talks about that fanny pack being $16,000. So, uh, but Ricky is quick to point out that it sounds like your mouth is writing a lot of checks that your booty can't cash. And, uh, so uh, he challenges Ricky to a match right there and then. Like, let's go ahead and settle this in the ring. And uh, there we go. Well, Ricky Gary, starts. one second. Before we get to the match, let me jump on here really quick. You know, what, what we're seeing right now with the NWA is a land grab for their content. But I think what else is going on right now is a land grab for content within the NWA. We saw a fantastic promo from Zicky Dice today on, on the Twitter device. He's out there next to... next next to uh, a, a protest that's going on. And he believed that it was a protest going on for his, uh, for, for Ricky Starks being the TV champion. My man, this is exactly what the NWA can do better than anyone else right now is put the content in the hands of the professional wrestlers. My friends, if, 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 you're, if you're a professional wrestler on the NWA, it's really in your best interest to go out there and create this content. I mean, dude, that thing exploded today on social media, and that's just furthering his brand more and more and more. And I think that this is going to be something that we see a lot of with NWA talent. This is not only a land grab for the NWA, but the people within the NWA. Absolutely. That's an excellent point, Adam. Glad you brought that up. And uh, If you want to get so, over, get over. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody's got a chance here, and uh, it's up to you to make it happen. And Zicky is certainly making moves. Uh, but Ricky also has made his effort. Let's not forget that Ricky comes from a place where he got this job from making his own content, from making his own videos. So – let it not be covered up that this man is he he has that hunger he has that ability he made those strides the same as what Zicky is trying to do now Ricky Starks did it already and got his position in the NWA Dude. and now has worked his way into a title shot. Dude, what did that or guy title. what did that guy do before hard times? He sent out something that said if you have a podcast, I want to be on it. He blanketed the market. He blanketed the market with himself. And you know, maybe some of these podcasts that he went on didn't have a huge following or didn't get the numbers that they that they wanted, but he reached out and he showed that initiative and that's something that I just have to love. No, no, 100%. I mean, the, the the sad part is is that a lot of times what ends up happening in these feuds is you find two ga guys with different personalities but similar philosophies. And I think that's what we're seeing here with Zicky and Ricky. Uh, and uh, that that's it's, it's two hungry athletes ready to make their mark in the NWA. And it's, it's the kind of feud that it's money, baby. Yep. That's, that's what we're looking for. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Ricky versus Zicky, uh, I just like saying that, 
uh, one interesting factor about this match that I did want to point out is that we get our uh, we get our first like a little indication about what this TV title actually means. They pointed this out in commentary. Stu Bennett, I believe, pointed it out. Is that the TV title? comes with if you're looking for like you know we we know that the national title is like basically it automatically assumes you're the number one contender for the 10 pounds of gold they've kind of said that but the tv title it sounds like comes with what they call the lucky seven rule and it's that you get 605 on the clock to win matches you win matches you win seven in a row and immediately you are qualified for a shot at the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. I don't know if you caught that out, but I, I thought I, that was kind of a cool fact. I did not catch that at all. That is fantastic. I mean, that gives us something even even more to root for now. Now we're looking for streaks. Now we're looking for... Now, folks, this is wins and losses actually mattering. This is what it means. This is the wins and losses mattering. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I loved about it. I was like, okay, so that's the difference with the television title. That's another little factor. Also, Ricky did seem to mention in the commentary uh, or or in the at the podium beforehand that that having the TV title means that you practically have to defend it every single week on NWA Power. So, I mean, it may not be every week, but it's going to be close. Uh, so that's a cool thing. The TV title is a constantly on the show, defended title, and seven wins in a row means you get a title shot. So that's what people are fighting for. It gives it like this extra gravitas. I love like it. Like on the show. I love that fact about the TV title. Makes it fit in perfectly. I was questioning adding another title, but I love this little stipulation in there that that makes it mean you see what the difference is that it means and why it's important to have it. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. So, unfortunately for Zicky, he doesn't get the win here. Stroke Daddy takes him to school and gets the win. Long story short, Stroke Daddy picks up his first win as the current holder of the TV title. So, that's one for the Stroke Daddy. I like it. All right. And next up, I didn't know how I would feel about this seeing it again, but uh, my God, Storm, uh, James Storm. And Eli Drake come out to hang out with Joe Kelly <laughs> at the podium. And, Wait, what, what, uh, what did you mean you didn't know if you were going to like to see this again? Well, I I didn't know. I When we were watching it live, so James Storm legitimately just seemed like he was drunk as hell. Like hanging out at that yeah. podium and Eli Drake was there. Now, hey, don't get me wrong. I didn't mean I didn't like them. I love them. And uh, the... I, the pairing of the two different different personality types, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But um, here they are as tag team champions, and I, I do love the idea of let's see what they can accomplish together. But mainly, what I'm referring to is the fact that James Storm was like acting pretty drunk. Eli Drake's trying to trying to talk. I I could be way off base here, but I feel like. Uh, I wasn't lost in the sauce. I feel like I started the talk to us chant. I could be wrong, but I definitely started chanting that every time Eli was out there. And, uh, and it feels like it finally caught on. And uh, and I think it works for Eli. But uh, if I could drop a Jennifer note here really quick. please. She was over the moon about those freaking 
Bruce Lee jokes. Like, my God, she thought James Storm was a star tonight. Like, she fell in love with James Storm with the Wata jokes. That was that was money for well, her. There you, I thought they were kind of silly, but there there you go, man. Well, well, well. For me, the highlight of that segment, and I know that maybe you know the the the, the announcers are supposed to be in the back in, in in the background, but when Joe Galley's going at it with Eli Drake, my man, and he doesn't understand that Eli wants him to say yeah, that was. That was a moment for me this evening. I absolutely loved it. I loved that the crowd immediately we got it. We knew what it. they wanted. We knew what he wanted. And Joe didn't get it. And, and there's and there's a segment off camera later where Joe is talking to the crowd. And he tells us, he's like, how about that Eli Drake segment? Like, I totally understand <laughs> what he was looking yeah. for. Sorry. Like, I didn't, yeah. like, I feel like an idiot. I didn't, Wake I didn't up, get Joe. it. Wake up, Joe. Come on, Joe. I, I, I just love that we can yell at Joe Galley for anything. That's that's one of my favorite things. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's no knock on Joe Galley, by the way. I love that Joe Galley is our voice of the NWA. I think he's fantastic. So I have nothing negative to say about Joe Galley. In fact... These are organic moments. These are these are important things. This is what makes the NWA special. This is why it's the best wrestling show on television right now. Uh, so that said, I'll give you another hashtag Jennifer note here real quick. Is when Aaron Stevens and question mark interrupted a woman after my own heart. As soon as they popped through the curtain, my wife said, and I quote, Oh God, who cares? <laughs> and, and so, <laughs> and obviously Adam cares. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, I do uh, props to Eli Drake calling him out. Uh, James Storm noticing that Aaron Stevens looks like the cow from Chick-fil-A. Eli Drake pointing out the question mark looks like he just ordered something off the bondage rack at Hustler. And uh, and who, hey, who doesn't like the bondage rack at Hustler? Come on, folks. Oh, I would love to see you in a gift mask, Adam. <laughs> Stay tuned for Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we have to start one, folks. No, um, no, we will not, folks. <laughs> all right, all right. Um <laughs> So anyway, Eli basically he does he does utilize uh, Joe like Adam pointed out. Uh, just asking if he understands who they are. Yada yada yada. Says, hey, here's the thing. Welcome to the deli. Take a number. This is a number. Give this to them. Tell them when their number comes up, we'll punch the ticket and we'll beat their ass. And easy enough. I love that. Um. And uh, Eli Drake and James Storm, by the way, leave, and they go, if you didn't notice, they go stand out in the stands right next to our friend and yours, Elder Sauer, who somehow, I don't know how he managed this, but even on camera, <laughs> the NWA tapings managed to obscure his face yep. from being seen. He always does this. I don't know how he does that. I, I you know I, I think I think Elder Sauer and I actually had a conversation about this the other day. He strategically places himself in the arena so no one will ever see his face. So if you guys do want to see Elder Sauer, you have to uh, come to the meet and drinks. Yeah, absolutely. That's the only place you're going to see his face. And even if you try to take a picture of him, he uses an NWA scarf to cover his face. That's true. Or a mask. <laughs> or whatever. That's true. 
you will not see his face. <laughs> or you can see his face in person, but you can't get a photo or video of his face. The NWA's even tried. It doesn't work. He strategically blocked his face with the fucking rope. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I cursed. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. Turbo points out in the chat. Elder Sour is a ninja. Um, wife also a fan of the kid in the crowd, by the way, who kept yelling throughout the show, and uh, that was one of her favorite parts of this episode. I do love that kid. I think that's I think that's great with the NWA man how they do Mike uh, but those 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 crowd moments, you know, because it really does want you to bring your family to the event. It wants you to bring your kids to the event. Actually, Gary, man, I don't know if you saw this tweet, dude, but there was like a whole family of karate people. Like even the kid was a little headband question mark. Are you really going to hate children by hating the question mark, Gary? I saw those people in the lobby and uh, as they entered the studio at the tapings. And I appreciate that they're big fans of the question mark. I don't hate kids. I mean, although I've called them dumb on the show before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate kids. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, listen, you know, what, what do you want me to say? I've, I've already been freaking white claws so <laughs> here we are there are no um, there are no laws with the claw that's right ain't no laws when you got claws baby um uh, all right so uh my favorite part of the show uh well one of them uh, god there's so many but trevor murdoch enters the nwa arena and he walks up to the podium my God, if you watched the pre-show right before this, I talked a little about this, about what what could happen for Murdoch uh, since he didn't end up winning the TV championship. Uh, and oh, God answered my prayers. And here's Trevor Murdoch to point out that Aaron Stevens uh, does not deserve that title. God bless him. He says that he respects a fighting champion. He lost to Ricky Starks fair and square ricky starks earned that title and he defended that title th tonight so he's a fighting champion yet he saw question mark interfere for aaron stevens against scott steiner aaron stevens ran away it's like you run away that's not what a champion does that's not how you do business trevor murdoch says that that title deserves a fighting champion and he's gonna do it He's going to fight for that title next week on NWA Power. So already, already, right now, listen to me. You've got Thunder Rosa yep. versus Allison Kay. That's a good one. NWA Women's World Championship next week on NWA Power. And now you have Trevor Murdoch versus Aaron Stevens for the national championship on next week's NWA Power. I don't even know if Ricky Starks is going to defend or not. I don't even know how why he should get the week off at least for this. You got two titles on the line next week sure, on NWA man. Power. Yeah, man. And like here, here we see it, man. We were talking so much about uh, Trevor Murdoch being that gatekeeper, being that uh, TV title holder, and now all of a sudden Trevor Murdoch uh, potentially in the future going for that national championship, something with even more prestige. And dude, I am a hundred percent in on that absolutely and and gatekeepers ex again exactly the right term to apply to trevor murdoch here he is he's saying all right ricky starks earned the tv title props to him 
now I'm going to make Aaron Stevens oh, earn the national title. By the way, how about NWA? How about some merch for Trevor Murdoch that says Gatekeeper? I think that Merch Genius is in effect as always on, on This oh. is the NWA podcast. I say we give like a, a time limit for, I don't know, uh, like a few weeks to the NWA to, to cash in on these ideas or uh, eff it, we'll just like throw up a hashtag gatekeeper uh, Trevor Murdoch shirt on uh, <laughs> NWA Power. We'll toss him half the, the funds. If NWA won't do it, we'll do it, baby. We can make it happen. We're running a business, Gary. I love it. People, people want Murdoch merch. They do. Hashtag Murdoch merch. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. (laughs) Do it. Hey, if you're in the chat, if you're in the chat, do it right now. Hashtag Murdoch merch at NWA. That's what you got to do. Just at the NWA and say, we want hashtag Murdoch merch. Yeah. Love it. That's the way to go. All right. Uh, So the next thing up is finally our sit down interview with Marty Skrull and Nick Aldis. Marty is waiting. He's looking at his phone. He says he's been sitting there for 20 minutes. Hashtag Jennifer note time. Did not know this about her, but she let me know this evening uh, while watching that Marty Skrull has a very, very sexy voice. Oh, so, wow. Thanks. Well, what does she think about Nick's voice? She said it sounded like he was about to cry tonight okay what about daze's <laughs> voice uh i haven't let her see daze because that's more realistic uh for her to reach and i don't want her to know about him okay copy <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh at least you know marty's girl's hot on, on and, and popular he's he's got a lot of options out there he's it's tougher for her to reach out to and uh it called us as Mickey James and is also out there, you know, at least, you know, days is just like right there on YouTube. She's got to just pay like five bucks on a super chat and she can send her number. And that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So, uh, this is it. All this finally comes out, tries to be patient, uh, or says he's tried to be patient with Marty Scroll. He turned the other cheek uh, he's protected his house. He's gone above and beyond as a superstar in the NWA. And somehow he's ended up with this BS rep that he's difficult to deal with. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Marty Skrull shows up. He's playing nice guy. And, uh, and he, he, he's in this situation where he is asking for another NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Uh, and they, they had like quite a discussion. I won't go into all the details. I think it's worth all of it uh, for you to go back and watch it if you did not see this for some reason. They have an interesting discussion. Uh, hashtag Jennifer Note here would be, she said, the whole segment made her uncomfortable to see them like uh, arguing with each other. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, she said it just uh, seemed seemed uncomfortable. Well, that they were having this disagreement. Amen. And I, they, you know, like I'm, I, I might be with that hashtag Jennifer note as well. You know, I mean these these two these two gentlemen have known each other since they were in that since they were in their teens, and now they're at this point in their career where one is here, one is right there. But 
behind behind the curtain, behind the business, maybe Marty does have a little bit more stroke than Nick Aldis does right now within ROH. Who knows? I haven't seen the man's contract. So maybe there is even some some real tension between the two guys right now as well, Gary. Yeah, I mean, it feels that way. But I have to say, for what it's worth, I mean, I... I always hesitate to say this because I am NWA for life, but there is this part of me that understood a little bit where Marty Skrull was coming from in this particular situation. He's saying, Oh, like, imagine I, that Gary is on the other <laughs> side of all this. All right, go ahead. Gary. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying this is a guy, uh, that, that is, that appreciates what his friend has done and he has accomplished a lot. They both have accomplished a lot. But Marty, you know, hasn't had a world's heavyweight championship. And he's tried. And he has to deal with that constantly. Like he said, at all of the uh, signings and all the oh, meet and greets. Oh, jeez. Wah, wah, wah for Marty Skrull. He should have been champion. He should have won at Madison Square Garden. Well, guess what, Marty? You got to win a goddamn match to be a champion. Well, that's the thing is, is Marty can win matches. I mean, I don't think anybody doubts that But he that can't Marty win the big one, Gary. He can't win the big one. He's had chances. And, he doesn't do and it. And granted, that is not on Nick. I'm just saying that I understand Marty's frustration. And, uh, and, 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 and so what I would say is, is that this was a fair deal. So what ends up happening in this final, in this confrontation at the end of the show is that, uh, Marty's pointing out that Nick has had a championship. Even when Marty was working his way up, Nick was like a champion over at Impact, and then he's worked his way into the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Uh, and uh, here we are, and uh, and Nick's pointing out the money issue, but but Marty say, you know what? It's not even about money. It's about the prestige. And I have to give Marty credit for this too. He's not even. Like, uh, you know, we, we know who's the champion over at ROH right now, but he's coming over to NWA saying, I want a world's championship and I need that world's heavyweight championship. That's the real world's heavyweight championship. I need that one. I'm going to win that no, championship. No, 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 no. We know why they're here, Gary. We know why we're here. Look at where ROH is and look at where NWA is. We know why they're here. They want our attention. They want our attention. They want our fans' attention. They want to they rip off of what the NWA is doing, what the NWA has built, what our true, real, world's champion has built, and now Marty is healed. Go after your own championship, my man. Why are you here? Why are you here? Because he knows it's a big money match. That's why. It is a big money match. You're absolutely right. And I, I would argue, I mean, the thing is, is like, I mean, out of all the contenders that it, it, Nick Aldis could face right now, Marty is at the top of the line as far as box office, as far as people that Nick Aldis could face. So that said, I am still NWA for life. I still think that the 10 pounds of gold is the real world's heavyweight championship. I'm not saying all I'm not saying anything against those things but I see why Marty is after this opportunity and he's going to his friend saying give me another shot now granted Nick did defeat Marty Skrull that is not up for debate that is not uh, a discussion to have I mean it happened we all saw it at Crockett Cup last year it happened Nick beat Marty but 
Marty wants that title. So what has to happen here? Well, I think we get a little bit of an answer here because uh, Marty is saying, I don't care about the money I've had. I want that title. And Nick says, fine. If I give you the title shot, I dictate all of the terms. And if you win, you win the real world's championship. Fair enough. But if you're going to do it, you have to put something on the line, which I think is more than fair. So I'm, I'm with it. And so Nick says, if you do not win this championship matchup, you have to refund every person in the arena's ticket. And that, that, those are stakes, my man. I can't even <laughs> believe it. I can't, I mean... I mean, if he has to refund everyone's ticket, it's going to be like an ROH show. Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. The NWA. <laughs> Did you get it? You Did said. you get yeah. it? Yeah, because it's you're not making big. any goddamn money without us. <laughs> oh, my God. No. All right. So so I get what Adam's saying. And no, I mean, you talk about stakes. You want to know why Nick Aldis is called the dealer. Hey, he promised. He delivered. This is it. I'm dealing. You win, you get the title. You lose, you pay for it. I mean, you can't ask for bigger stakes than that, my man. That's that's some real stuff right there. And that's more than fair, in my opinion. That's not me knocking Aldis. That's me saying, all right, Marty, you already lost. If you think you can win it all, prove it. Put your money where your mouth is. Let's see it happen. Hey. And that's how we end this episode. And Gary, um, let's, 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 let's talk about that for just one more second, my man, because this is something that is going to get the wrestling community talking. You know, this is something that I've never even heard of that existed in pro wrestling before. That might be wrong. If anyone in the chat can, can check on that, my earphones are in, but I've never, ever heard this stipulation before. I mean, come on, folks. When has there ever been a time when anything, any form of entertainment, any form of sport, anything like that said, if one thing doesn't happen that you want, we will give you a full refund for that. I mean, this is going to pack the house. I think this, this has to. You're going to see a title change or... You're gonna get your buddy back. Hey, and hey, and there's 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 nothing that says that the NWA and ROH wouldn't do something crazy like that, giving people their money back just for the attention that it would bring both brands. There, uh, that is not off my radar screen whatsoever, my friends. In fact, that might even be a better thing to happen. But then we wouldn't make uh, any money, so I'm totally against it. Yeah, I'm being told by producers it may have happened in the 70s. Uh, and uh, Dave Wills is up in the chat. Uh, still real to me. Dave says absolutely happened with Jerry Lawler and Austin Idol in Memphis in 1987. So it's definitely still an old school concept. But uh, it's compelling. Yeah, I, I see WWE front row saying it's compelling. And I, I, I think that you're absolutely right. I that It's compelling to me. I'm going to be there either way. I was going to be there either way. But to anybody on the fence, especially like Adam keeps saying, two Ring of Honor fans, wow, that's a big deal. They're going to see their dude, Marty Skrull, win this title or they make their money back. So huge, huge selling point. 
Why not? Why not buy your tickets? And meanwhile, NWA fans are going to be there to, as Brian Harry in the chat says, hashtag protect this house. And so this is going to be a big event, despite, I mean, aside from the Crockett Cup being defended, and, and, and or, or being competed for, you've got a title match where the stakes could not be bigger. Uh, it, it's just, it's insane. I, I can't tell you how excited I am about that matchup. I want to be there. I want to be front and center to see this matchup between Nick Aldis and Marty Skrull. And I think you're a crazy person if you don't want to be. To me, this is more important than any other match going on in wrestling right now. Well, you know, Gary, I know that we will be there. At least I think so. And uh, (laughs) I think we've already made those plans to make this happen. So, uh, Gary, is, is there anything else you want to talk about with the podcast? Or would you like to close us out, sir? Oh, man, as always, like I said before, we're going to close things off with the podcast portion of the show right here. Uh, I think we've covered everything we need to do on the show recap. But if you're in the chat, stick around because we are just, as always, after I close the podcast portion, we're here with you in the chat talking NWA, whatever you want to do. You dictate the rules and the standards. If you're listening to this on the podcast portion Uh, We appreciate you listening as always, but if you want to be a part of uh, controlling the conversation for at least another half hour or so, uh, who knows how long, just as long as anybody wants to talk, we're here and you can be a part of it. This conversation can go anywhere. No rules, no limits. We're here to talk to you guys and uh, you, but you got to show up live and it's every Tuesday night after NWA power on our YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe, hit that bell. So you get the alerts when we're going live, just in case you forget. Anyway, we are at the NWA pod on all of the social medias. I am at, this is Gary Horde. That is at, this is Rotella. You guys hit subscribe, like us, give us a five-star review on Apple. If you want to, that helps us get in front of more people. If you like what you hear, we certainly appreciate that. And as always, Thank you so much for listening. Five, three, two.